Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And it is comics time as we have gone and seen uh, Venom this weekend. It is the opening weekend of the Venom movie starring Tom Hardy. And we're here to talk about it right now. Spoiler alert. If you have not seen Venom yet or are planning on, uh, go see it. Then come back and talk to this one. We will be spoiling the fuck out of Venom. This is our your final warning for that. Uh, joining me today to talk Venom is Rob Kaufflash. How's it going, Rob? Good. I'm glad to be back. I don't remember the last time I've been on this. Yeah, it's been a while. Gonna, yeah, I was going to say it's been a while. I feel like it was like a, a Thor or some nonsense. Like, like no, it can't be that far it, back. Like Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that was last year. Yeah, it's it's been a while though. Like, uh, it definitely has. This is what happens when when no Game of Thrones with. Uh, which, truth be told, Rob, I completely forgot existed until yesterday <laughs> when I was reminded I of it by, like, uh, Kevin Smith was interviewing, uh, uh, I don't even remember her name, the girl who plays Sansa Stark and is also the Sophie Phoenix. Turner? Yeah, Sophie Turner. Thank you. I knew it started with an S. Uh, that's how little I, for, I remember about Game of Thrones' existence is I forgot that it was Sophie Turner's name. Um, rounding out this little trifecta is Mike Leapock. How's it going, Mike? Uh, it's going well. Glad to be here. All right. Venom. Uh, just give me one second to bring up. I want to know what the current Rotten Tomato score for Venom is. The current Rotten Tomato score for Venom is 30% on the old tomato meter there. That's fair. Um, I, I don't I don't think that's moved from when I went to see it. it. Well, I think it was 38. Like, I went to go see this on Friday, and the theater was packed, which surprised me based on the extremely negative reviews that it was getting heading into opening weekend. It made a little over $200 million, so they did all right in their opening weekend. Whether or not that will continue, we don't know based on the, uh, again, based on the the buzz it is currently getting. Um, I have a hot take for, for this movie, and my hot take is that I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I, it was definitely silly at some points, but overall, my hot take for this is: if you're if you don't like Venom, I think you hate fun. That's what I think. That's what Matt Pierce thinks. I think you hate fun because this this movie, while definitely being silly, I think was definitely more good than bad. And like when we were heading into this weekend, uh, there was a lot of talk of comparing it to Halle Berry's Catwoman to Ben Affleck's Daredevil, to the Josh Trank Fantastic Four. And I think that that is completely unfair. I think this was somewhat decent of a film. I would like to see more. And quite frankly, if this gets so bad from the internet that it sinks the sequels and I don't get to fucking see Woody Harrelson play Carnage, fuck you, internet. Fuck you, okay? That's what Matt Pierce says. That's my hot take on... on, uh, on Venom. What say you, Leapock? Well, um, uh, this was one of the worst scripts I've ever seen in a theater for a while. Uh, it was like the writing was just fucking terrible. It was basically yo-yoed back and forth from bad to cringeworthy, but holy hell, like, Watching, you know, that motorcycle scene was fun. Watching him, uh, the what is there is in the the um, the uh, opening place of the wherever I guess it was the the building that he worked at the the newspapers building when all the police show up and they had the big smoke fight. Like that was fucking sweet. Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. Like I know when you said people were comparing it to like Fantastic Four and Daredevil. Like I didn't think it was anywhere near there. I think this was much more uh, a much fairer comparison. I think would be Suicide Squad of something yeah. that is a poorly slapped together kind of hot nonsense in terms of your plot and motivations and stuff like that. But whatever, it's fun. And 
you know, every once in a while, there's some stuff that was really, really funny. So, I mean, I enjoyed watching it, but I'm not going to even pretend that it was actually a good movie. Like, it wasn't obviously groundbreaking or anything like that, and you you bring up a good point, because I do think that the comparison... To me, this is kind of like reverse Suicide Squad, where when you watch Suicide Squad, the first 40 minutes is pretty freaking gold, but then the second they get on that plane to go actually do the mission... Yeah, everything falls apart. ...fucking falls apart. Whereas Venom... Whereas this, I was, was like, looking at my watch for the first half hour. Yeah, the first... Venom. <laughs> yeah, the first twenty minutes yeah. is a goddamn mess. I will admittedly, like I, I'll, I'm in the camp of this movie is not so bad, and people are just unfairly critics, especially because I think the critics are just quite, quite, quite frankly, the critics are really showing their their snoot on this one, in my opinion, where they're just so sick, like they're so sick of comic book movies that since this one is slightly not great that they're just jumping down its throat and being like, piece of shit, get out of here, right? And I, I, I just think that, that that's wildly unfair. I think I think you get, a, you get a pretty fun performance from Tom Hardy, but this movie is is reverse Suicide Squad, where the first 20 minutes is like, is kind of a mess, and they're just kind of like, throw, like they're just kind of like spitting out exposition, and you're like, and, and, well, they're spitting out exposition, but also weirdly not enough at the beginning. <laughs> like, they're not telling you why they were in space, and then how or why and then yeah and then they kind of yada yada it later but you know but once eddie brock gets the venom symbiote and shit starts happening and it's just like it, it, it it's fun and you get to see for god's sake you got to see venom biting fuckers heads off in this movie so that was just good stuff rob what was your take on this one uh i'm in your camp pierce mm-hmm. um i i enjoyed the movie i i did think it was a lot of fun I am also glad to hear that others thought the first 30 minutes or so were like, what is going on? When will Venom show up? I felt like Millhouse wanting to get to the fireworks factory. <laughs> yeah, good reference. Good reference. <laughs> um, but as soon as uh, Eddie Brock got the, the symbiote, I thoroughly enjoyed those conversations. And when Venom first said Eddie and Eddie Brock shrieked and fell backwards into the tub, I lost it. Yeah. A number of the people in the theater started howling, laughing. Yeah, it like, was great. That, that was that was going to be the next question I asked you. What, what, what type of tone? Because you, you, we all saw it on different days. We all saw it on different theaters. I'm curious to see, and you, you can answer this first, Rob. Is um, what kind of vibe did you get from the theater that you that you were in? Uh, well, in the first thirty minutes or so, I was getting a vibe that is like, okay, I guess they're going to be playing this very serious. Mm-hmm. And then when Venom said Eddie and he heard it and freaked out, it's like, oh, we, we got a good amount of comedy in this. This is great. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like the, 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 the movie started getting laughs like there, it, it did have like kind of weird tonal shifts and stuff like that. But I'm OK yeah. with that because it's a fucking comic book movie again. And right. like, I'm OK with it being super serious at some points. And then like weirdly not serious at certain points like obviously like the the theater i got seemed to really enjoy the movie on on friday night and it's kind of weird because up here in barry a lot of the times i'll go see the comic book movies that come out and the marvel ones which you know do gangbusters the world over i'll go see at kind of later times and it'll just be like maybe less than 20 people in the theater not too much. So I saunter in to like the 9.15 show on a Friday night uh, thinking I'm going to have my pick of the seats because based on the fact that, you know, Venom was getting pretty shitty reviews and it's not part of the MCU and I don't know if people are going to be you know, coming out in, in, in droves for this one. Right. And I, I, I got a fucking packed house. Like it was packed. Like I had to sit in the third row for God's sake. It, it was so... From the front? Jeez. Yeah, like I had to sit, I had to sit in the third row. Now it's okay because what is it, WrestleMania again? For yeah, exactly. Uh, I was getting WrestleMania flashbacks. That's a, a nice joke that only you and I get. But it, like, luckily these days they got those seats that you can lean back in, so you don't. Even if you're in the front row, you don't necessarily have to completely fuck your neck up for a two-hour movie. But like, like I, the loudest laugh yeah. at this uh, movie got was easily when Venom was like, jump out the window or whatever, and then yeah. it cut <laughs> cut to him like clicking the elevator, and he just goes, yeah, pussy. He just goes, you pissy. And it's like, hey, yeah. that's good. Uh, uh, kind of our vibe... theater busted a gut there, too. Yeah, uh, what kind of vibe did you get, Lee Puck? Uh, well, I saw it today. Uh, 
started seven hours ago. Nice. So uh, or not nine, nine hours ago. Best takes from you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw it at the noon, noon showing today. So it was a pretty empty theater. Hmm. Uh, only about 20 or so other people there, maybe. Um, there's like, you know, a couple people in front of us, a couple people behind, another party off to the side, maybe not even that much. Uh, there were some chuckles, no like howling or anything like that, but you don't, you can't get that in, you know, a theater that sits 200 people and you've got, you know, 20. Um, but yeah, no, people seem to enjoy it enough. There wasn't any really bad groans or anything like that. Uh, my favorite, my personal favorite of those lines, and it didn't even like elicit like big laughter. I just really enjoyed it was when after he, you know, the first time they get into a fight and he's killed or knocked out all the guys in his apartment and then Venom's like, now bite all their heads off and put their bodies in a corner. And he's like, why? <laughs> and he's like, pile of bodies, pile of heads. Like, yeah. that's the justification? And I'm like, okay, all right, I'm on board for this. That's, yeah. uh, that was actually yeah. very funny. <laughs> I, I also, yeah, everything about that, the conversations between the two, I thoroughly enjoyed. And speaking of the biting of the heads, this movie really needed to be R-rated. Yeah, maybe. I just obviously that was the thing that gave everybody cold feet. I know uh, Leapock. I think you expressed that when we were having conversations about the about it leading up to this film. Mm-hmm. Was that um, it? It definitely was a bit of a red flag that they busted it down to a PG-13 because then people kind of were wondering, hey, is the studio as strong on this one as, as they were previously? And, uh, you know, Deadpool, as much as I had, like ha- have never seen that movie and will never see that movie, uh, it, it, it at least proved that you can do an R-rated uh, comic book movie and make it work. Uh, same with Logan. Um, yeah. I'm just not sure if you're trying to launch a universe that like the reason I didn't I didn't take that too hard because I remember thinking I'm not sure if you're trying to launch a, a universe especially one that you're trying to based off you're trying to launch based off of the lethal lethal protector saga of venom you know <laughs> I'm not sure if going hard R is the way to go but I thought they got their licks in as far as the fact that like the venom guys are just biting fucking like like it's not just one guy like several people get their heads fucking bit off in this film and there were honestly moments where I was just like, yeah, bite his head off! And stuff like that. Like, I, I was like, honestly, just just jacked. Like, honestly, like, halfway, once the Venom move, like Venom showed up and they are, actually started having a little bit of fun and the scene when Tom Hardy goes into the uh, the restaurant and he's just, like, completely insane because he doesn't know what the fuck is going to happen, happen to him and he, like, jumps into the lobster tank. I, I'm just like, this is crazy, but I'm having fun. And, and it, it, it just... I, I don't know. I thought I thought they definitely picked it up a little bit. Yeah, I just I don't get why this movie is 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 just getting shit on and is thirty percent well, like like I want to go. Is, see is this. that it's like the, okay? So while it's fun and and put together decently, the script is a hot pile of yeah. Garbage. That first it is an minutes, absolute yeah. flaming piece of shit, and it looks like it was written by a cabal of twelve year olds. And, like, just Google, like, a bunch of 12-year-olds Googling how to write a movie script. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it jumps back and forth in terms of tone in really awkward ways. Uh, the motivation of the characters are awful. Like, you've got the world's worst journalist who gets mm-hmm. dumped because he's an asshole yeah. by this, you know, the only competent person in the entire, or the only reasonable person in the entire movie is his girlfriend. Yeah. And then you get, like, this like the fucking worst villain in like why does he not prepare at all for the kind of human testing they just kind of throw him into a room and then the symbiote dies is like oh that didn't work it's like yeah if you put half an hour of work into this then you wouldn't be killing your symbiotes <laughs> like it's like everyone in this movie is a fucking loser <laughs> and it, I, guess, I think that might be the point because i mean venom comes out even like, venom's a loser he oh, said it himself I'm kind of a loser. Yeah, I, I did. Like, I did think that Eddie line Brock's was weird. A loser. Too. Venom's a loser. Like yeah. the fucking, you know, evil uh, Elon Musk is like just e- Elon a Musk, yeah. total idiot. Yeah. And then you know, what's her face? Uh, the scientist who's Jenny fucking Slate. Yeah. from Iraq. Yeah, Jenny Slate's character. Yeah, D- don't be suspicious. Yeah. D- don't be suspicious. <laughs> that's what I was thinking as they yeah. were sneaking into the. Uh, maybe that's why I was enjoying enjoying the movie because I was like maybe making stuff up in my head as they were going, but when they were sneaking into the Life Foundation, I was like, I was absolutely thinking her as Mona Lisa, just going, don't be suspicious. D- d- don't be suspicious. And I was like, oh, this is great. It's Jenny Slate. Oh, and what about, what about the lawyer's doctor? Boy, Is he not the worst doctor ever? Uh, I mean, okay, 
So they do an MRI, it explodes, yeah. and he's like, yeah, you're probably just stressed out. Yeah. You see a picture on the screen of this giant black thing inside of him. Yeah. And then how does he how does he go from that to be you know, oh, you have a parasite. Yeah, but your parasite's four feet long and weighs fifty five pounds. <laughs> Yeah. And, he, and, he, yeah, and then he just sends him home. He's like, "Yeah, I'll call you later when your tests are in." This is totally... Yeah, and it wasn't even him who called her. It called her. It was his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's like, girlfriend. I mean, there wasn't a lot of yeah. There wasn't a lot of uh, you know job security going on in this movie. People, yeah. people were not performing because I mean, look, Eddie Brock. To me, the biggest plot hole of this movie is Eddie Brock is fired and doesn't start a YouTube channel. It's like, what are you doing, Eddie? Like, apparently you're you're super famous, Eddie Brock, the report investigative journalist. When they fire you, start a YouTube channel, got my guy. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, you already have a built-in fan base that will follow you. Just get out there, social network, man, connect, Twitter, anything. Uh, like, what are you doing? That up. That she, that she hated that about the character, where he is supposed to be mm-hmm. this guy all about social justice and helping mm-hmm. people and getting investigated, and then so he's a complete fucking idiot mm-hmm. about you know how he goes about his job. And then he gets fired, and then he just quits. Yeah, like he just like that was no. Yeah, that was that was that was a tough pill for me to swallow. Even I can't, it, it couldn't ignore that little plot hole. Where I'm just like, in real life, if this happened to Eddie Brock, he would start a YouTube channel like an hour after he was fired, right? Like he, yeah, he would, or probably already had one going. Yeah, or something of that. He's in, right? he's in yeah. his office doing like fucking like. What's it? I just got fired. This is my asshole boss in the background. Fuck you, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, he'd be live tweeting his fire or li- Instagramming his firing or whatever. <laughs> it's like this guy just fired me. Let him have it on social media, you guys. Hashtag Eddie Brock or free Eddie Brock or whatever, right? You know, you just, yeah. just be doing stuff like that. Like it's just it, it was it was that was the only thing that I'm that I was just like, okay, this is like a just complete lack of of uh, awareness of what we kind of have going on these days. But I mean, like, yeah, that 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 plot hole stuff aside. But the thing that I keep kind of playing in my head that everyone, you guys both saw saw Ant Man and the Wasp, right? Uh, I didn't. Uh, yep. I did. Oh, okay. So I, I don't. I don't want. I won't spoil too heavy on Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Leapock, because I, I imagine you'll. I'll see, see it that. eventually, but yeah, go ahead and say what you're gonna yeah. say. Yeah. And, and if you haven't seen, for those listening, if you haven't seen Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, you know, maybe plug yours or fast forward, hit that 15 second button on on your whatever device uh, four or five times. Um, I I really don't think that they're honestly. Rob, can you like? Is there is there a difference in the plot line in the ridiculous plot line of this movie versus the ridiculous plot line of Ant Man and the Wasp? Because Ant Man and the Wasp is literally just like it's the same thing where it's just like we we have science words that we're using to explain that we're doing science stuff. <laughs> it's like yeah, all right, like 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 Ant Man and the Wasp has a shitload of plot holes the same way this movie has a shitload of plot holes, but. Ant-Man and the Wasp is able to, like, hand-wave theirs by saying, like, what's the explanation for this? And they just go, I don't know, pim particles? Super science. Yeah. And, and this one, like, alien technology. Yeah, it's the same, it's <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, it, it, there's, there's, yeah, I just, you're right. I think this is a better suicide squad, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Leapock kind of nailed, nailed it on the head, but, like, it just... I, I came on this podcast and I said I didn't think that Suicide Squad deserved the the heaps of shit that it got, other than that final like third act was a bit messy, and then I think the first act of this was a bit messy. But other than that, I think I think we had some some solid stuff. And come on, like I I they want, just teamed it up. Yeah, and I want Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy. I'm sorry, I did not know that that was coming. Like I knew they were going to do a Carnage tease at some point. Like there was going to be some sort of something yeah but i didn't know that eddie brock was gonna like like that was a really solid uh post credit scene i thought because like eddie brock like you know mentions to his girl although he did look a tad like carrot top yeah but you know you can you can fix that in the next movie there's there's no reason to, there's no reason to think <laughs> yeah you can spend more than 15 before. minutes looking for a wig for and actually wouldn't <laughs> that, honestly but what would scare you more than carrot top who by the way is like jacked in real life what would scare you more yeah. than carrot top with a with a carnage symbiote right like that would that frighten the shit out of me right literally <laughs> nothing exactly right like, so there was that and he was like writing like I, I couldn't really make it out but it looked like he was writing welcome eddie or something and his yeah. 
I think blood. it wrote yeah. Welcome Eddie in his blood. Yeah, in his own blood. <laughs> and then he was just like, now the line was kind of cheesy when he goes, when I get it here, there's going to be carnage. But even I was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, he said the thing. You know, like, I just, I don't know. Like, like I, I, I thought it was solid. I don't think it deserves the shit that it's, it's, it's been getting online. Yes, there that are. was the first uh, instance, or like that was the actual introduction to Cleus Cassidy in the movie, though, right? In the post credits, he didn't appear yeah. earlier or wasn't no, no, mentioned no. earlier in any way. No, Eddie Brock <laughs> mentions he got his job back and he's got some assignment to interview somebody okay, but, to his right. girl. And right when you think Venom's dead, and then Venom does the thing where he. Which was great, by the way. Who amongst us didn't shed a single tear when Venom, like, revealed himself to still be alive by going, she doesn't know that we're going to get her back. And I was just like, yay, <laughs> they're still back. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was it was fun. What did you think of the final fight uh, between Riot and Venom, the, C- the, the, the CGI symbiote fight, Lee Puck? Um, most of it I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. The absorbing part was... It was really busy. Yes. Couldn't agree like, more. Continue. Really, really busy. And it reminded me of like shaky like shaky cam uh, car chase scenes where you can't actually fucking see anything. Yeah. Because there's just so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, even though he was going in slow motion and it was focused on it, there was just like, you know, 9,000 little tendrils running around. So it, was, it looked neat. But like at times I was just like, wait, what? Oh, mm, why don't they just fucking punch each other and blow something up like this isn't i don't know and i felt like you know he absorbs them and then he gets out right away and it was like well that was a lot of messiness for not that much payoff but overall i thought it was really cool because riot is pretty fucking awesome how he can make giant weapons and punch people yeah. and then yeah, <laughs> and then he's all like, oh, it was like <laughs> he sends a little bit of eddie brock like man that guy's symbiote's so much cooler than mine yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like to me, that fight was like I'd say eighty percent really good shit happening, and then twenty percent Michael Bay Transformers fight where it's just like yes. it's just two. It looks like two junkyards just having sex with each other, and you don't really <laughs> yeah. know what the fuck's going on, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? And and it's Except it was in, two oil slicks having sex with each yeah, other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In this case, it was two oil slicks having sex with each other, where you're like, what the fuck is happening? But like over that, but like I said, I thought I thought it was eighty percent good shit, and then. If I was able to watch that, I would have been like, let's just dial back the absorption stuff a little bit. More Riot, you know, making, like, a giant mace with his hand and then punching Venom in the face. And then Venom trying to bite his arm off or something like that, which is what they had going on at the beginning of the fight. Which was Yeah, and it was mostly, like, I don't know, the, Venom didn't really seem to do a lot other than dodge. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was just like, sidestep, 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 jump yeah. away, jump away! Yeah, he's, <laughs> well, you yeah. even acknowledge this, like, yeah, we're basically going to get our ass kicked here. Yeah, he's like, which yeah, he's basically oh. strafing the entire fight, just hitting L one like you wouldn't believe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, with the with the absorption though, I did really like the one which was arguably a freeze frame when it showed the two humans and then the two symbiotes kind of like all spread out and like what? Yeah, that basically was cool. like here's the here's the movie poster of the fight. Yeah, great. yeah. I feel like that that scene, like that frame, was essentially the whole build up for yeah. that whole scene. That's why they did it. Like, what oh, what this, do we got to do to get? Doesn't look really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What do we got to do to get to this picture? And yeah. then and then the rest of it will make sense. Yeah, <laughs> and can we just make it happen real fast so people forget? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was another thing that kind of bugged me though. When he was like trying to set off the the rocket, and he's like, "Why does he set the timer for five minutes?" He's like half a kilometer away. Yeah, <laughs> he could have like, just like thrown that sticky hat at it and blown it up, and it would have been fine. Yeah, I was just being like, you know, if he just acted like a reasonable person for fucking like thirty seconds in the movie, he would have won. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's an argument. He's just like, yeah. all right. I'm going to fly this thing. And they're like, all right, I'm going to fly it by myself. It's going to be fine. And then just, I don't know. I mean, how is he planning on landing it with killing all of his crew? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, good point. That's actually, honestly, my number one beef with the movie is not the things that I, you know, am complaining about in terms of the plot. It's the fact that they're, that he was pretty short. It was a pretty short movie. And... Uh. 
I felt like there should and could have been more of the stuff that we liked. Yeah, I think the runtime was just shy of two hours, and for me, I think that included the trailers, the commercials, and the credits at the end. Yeah, runtime like, says you, two hours and twenty minutes online. That is not accurate. Am I? That, no, that that is wrong. That it, might be before they cut forty minutes. It, yeah, that didn't feel. It didn't feel like two twenty. I, I gotta my say, was so my showing started at noon, and we were. Like, I watched the entire credits, post-credit scenes, yeah. all mm-hmm. that. The bathroom was outside by 205. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the, with the, all the trailers at the beginning. Like, there's no way that that, that movie was m- longer than 100 minutes. That was one of the things that they talked about. Like, one of the thi- like honestly, them switching from PG-13 to R wasn't what frightened me about the thing. It was, there were a couple articles where Tom Hardy, they asked Tom Hardy about it. And Tom Hardy was like, well, when I saw the theatrical version, I realized they cut, like, my favorite 40 minutes from the movie. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, man. That's right? concerning. And, yeah. So that was a little off-putting. But uh, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm going to keep saying I, th- I think that this movie was, was solid enough. And We talked about some of the performances. Like, I, I thought I thought Tom Hardy was his usual solid self, even with, yeah. you know, some of the... Tom uh, Hardy did yeah. well, other than his occasional slipping in and out of his little toddler accent there, mm-hmm. which was kind of strange. Mm-hmm. But his overall, no, he was really good, uh, very strong. Uh, Michelle Williams, her character was really good. She was she was and a little I, stiff in a couple scenes, but she came on strong. She was strong in in, in others. Like there were just yeah. and, and some of that is is I think dialogue. But she was game with the material, and she got to be Lady Venom for half a second, which was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, I did. I did that, not that think that was another one of like the funny funny violent scenes that I yeah. liked. Was when she bites the guy's head off, and she's yeah. like, "Oh my god, I bit that guy's head off," and he's like, "Yeah, I've been there. It's not great." Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know if you can't laugh at that sort of thing. I just, and even then, because I didn't think that they were gonna go full Lady Venom, like, because like the shot, the the shot that they have is like, you know, the there was the like over the top comic book bad guy, bald dude, who was like the head of security, who was like, you know, had the gun on him. He was <clears> like, "Oh, I can't wait for this guy to finally get killed," right? And then. Yeah. Uh, which I guess means he was doing a good job, or they just made him so corny that you were just like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> and, uh, Still alive. <laughs> yeah, and the guys were like randomly getting picked off, and then I, I just thought like the the suit was just gonna be like kind of moving. Like I honestly, because the suit was in the dog before, I thought like the suit was gonna be doing. I that, thought, the, she was, I thought be, like, he was gonna keep the, the dog. dog. Yeah, and then she was just gonna be like holding the dog or something like that. And they're like, yeah, well, this is what happened. <laughs> He's in the dog now, but no, she got to be Lady Venom there, and we got that really cool shot of of her and i was like ah that's awesome and just like little things like that kept me kept me kind of going in this in this movie and i honestly i truly think that there is that there is more bad than good um you mean more good than bad yeah more good than bad um uh uh, riz ahmed uh who i think that's how you pronounce his name if if not i apologize i'm atrocious pronouncing names uh he he was okay he he, because I mean they they just asked him to go full over the top comic book villain in, in yeah some in it some was a little right? obvious yeah. he was the villain in the mm-hmm. movie yeah um which you know I'm I'm somewhat okay with my uh, I I mean my favorite scene with him was easily when he first revealed that he had the riot symbiote inside of him like when they're doing that interrogation scene I thought that was really yeah because then his yeah. like his evil over-the-top comic book villain finally made sense exactly yeah when he just goes like where's venom or whatever and, and it just like went right from he went from zero to symbiote in just that like one line and i was like yeah. oh yeah. that's cool. like i thought that was a cool moment as well i'm like yeah this is cool stuff happening in this film i i i i, I dug it jenny slade i was like i don't know why you would have spent the money on jenny slade <laughs> you really could have had anybody um, yeah, that I yeah, did not feel that she did a good job in that. Yeah, I, I was not a fan of little bit was that or performance. And every once in a while, yeah. you keep hearing these hints of Mona yeah. Lisa from. <laughs> yeah. just like ah. a little bit of it was that that her character kind of fucking blew too. That that she might have yeah. had the worst kind of like fleshed out character. Although I did enjoy that scene where like Eddie Brock was like half talking to himself, and you're like, "What's going on? Why is he talking to himself? He doesn't have the symbiote yet." And then he goes. Like, but you, you fucking blow it. <laughs> Following yeah. people, right? Like, yeah. And then she was just standing there. Right? I was like, that's good. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. yeah. No, that, 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 was, that was pretty decent. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I, I, 
Yeah, I mean, performances, and that's pretty much it. And I did like the fact that, honestly, it's a small movie. Like, like it was small cast, yeah. small stakes-ish, although at the end they try to tell you that, like, the world is in danger because Riot's going to go up and get the millions of other symbiotes and then come back and enslave Earth. But, like, you never actually got the vibe that the world was in danger, that, like, you know, the entire world was in danger, but you at least felt well, like... Well, what was their fucking plan? How are they... It was a tiny shuttle. Yeah, that's true. We're going to fit all of them. Yeah, that's true, I guess. He, well, he was, was going to spear the yeah. comet to crash into Earth. I guess, yeah. I'll buy that. All right, Rob, I'll buy that. <laughs> and then they all die because they died of fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they never thought that far ahead. Yeah. I, uh... Considering how poorly thought out a lot of the characters' actions are, you know what? I will buy that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I just... Yeah. I mean... It, can't say that I th- enough that I just I think that this movie is getting unfairly treated. Um, now we can talk about some of the bad. I do think that we we mentioned earlier that the first twenty minutes is largely expository and very disjointed <laughs> at most. Yeah, right? it, it's not even yeah. like okay, your first twenty minutes. Yeah, you got to get your exposition out of the way, but it's it just it makes no sense. Like. Yeah. It just seems so ham-fisted where you're just like, I guess this guy is an asshole and he reads his girlfriend's email. And and yeah. then, you know, he's like, oh, I'm gonna take down this guy. But he does it in the most insanely incompetent way. Like, it's it's not just... It, it's just, it moves quickly but n- still somehow not quickly enough. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like a too fast and too slow at the same time. And it's just, you're just... Ugh. I, everything about what he did in the first 20 minutes, it's just like, okay, I see why they're, they're just saying this. Okay, so now he's going to be on his own and down in the gutter. And, but what he does is so phenomenally stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, it sets him up to be this character, like, you know, he's supposed to be the hero of the movie, or like an anti-hero. But I'm like, God, I'm so happy that Anne dumped his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, so I'm like sad in a bar, and I'm like, good. You be sad, you sack of shit. <laughs> yeah, that was a dick move. And also, it was so, like, it was so sudden. Like, yeah, it was just way too fast the way they did it because it was just like one scene. He's like, he's like, we're getting married and we're kissing each other and we look, we're we're having the great grand old time in this tiny in this you know restaurant, blah blah blah. And then the next scene is, oh, I'm reading her emails. And then the scene after that is, oh, I'm interrogating that guy. And the scene after that is her going, we're not getting married anymore. And she throws the ring at him. And by the way, this all happens in like five minutes. <laughs> like everything that well, I described the, there is like five minutes of runtime. Even when you look back at like even the restaurant scene, like if you listen to their conversation, like she's mm-hmm. kind of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that scene, I think <laughs> like, had, that scene, I think had the worst dialogue of the entire movie. It's like, wired really wired. bad because yeah. she just spends the entire time talking about how, how much she wants to fix them and change them. Yeah. And then they make out and then it, oh, it, yeah. Everything in the first like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes was just a fucking shit show. I did enjoy that um, the astronaut that survived was Jameson. Jam- John Jameson, yeah. 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 A nice little nod to people, you know, know, you know, tip of the hat to you people who know, you know, the characters and that. Yeah, there wasn't a lot in terms of in terms of comic book nods. Obviously, the big one we mentioned is Cletus Cassidy. Got the got the nod at the end to let us know yeah. that Carnage will be the villain for the next one. There better be a second one. I'm gonna be very upset if there isn't. Um, yeah, J-, J. Jonah Jameson was the astronaut who brings back the the symbiotes, which was uh, good. Uh, Riz Ahmed's character Carlton Drake is actually a the uh, guy who runs the Life Foundation in the Lethal Protector saga. Although I don't remember, but it, it has been over a decade since I ran read the Lethal Protector. But I don't believe that Carlton Drake wore the Riot symbiote because I believe all of the people who wore the other symbiotes in the in the Lethal Protector saga were all Latino characters if if memory serves me right but don't quote me on that because again i haven't read the lethal protector saga in like 10 years um eddie brock was obviously a uh was obviously a character other than that i don't think that uh i don't think that there were other 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 comic teases that i saw yeah, n- nothing that I can recall off the top of my head. But with well, the Anne, nod to Jameson, sorry. yeah, and, and and sorry, and friggin' Michelle Williams played Anne fucking Wang, who's Lady Venom, right? Sorry, sorry about that. Yeah. Who, or sorry, she Venom, if you will. So yeah. there was. Um, sorry, go ahead, Rob. With the astronaut Jameson uh, coming down and 
presumably dying. He was never introduced in the Marvel universe, correct? Sorry, who? Like in uh, the MCU? In, in the MCU, J. Jonah Jameson? No, they used him in Spider-Man 2, though. Right, but yeah. that's not a part of the MCU. No, I, I yeah, I'm so, just... Given that this was in association with mm-hmm. uh, Marvel, do you think it's going to... The ultimate goal is to that it then crosses into it to merge with the, the Spider-Man stuff? Well, or if, that it would be maybe for whatever the future mm-hmm. uh, post-Avengers uh, and post-Affinity War MCU is? Um, if you are to believe the good people of Wikipedia and some of the rumors that float around the internet... Um, Venom was supposed to be kind of Sony's chance to step up to the plate, and it is supposed to be uh, related to the Spider-Man Homecoming. Whether or not that, because like, and it, and if it works out, they could do, we could yeah. see a Sony Marvel crossover going forward. I mean, that's one of the reasons I don't want this to go away because it would be fun if yeah. you could get Tom Hardy and Tom Holland in the same movie, but. You know, maybe yeah. have all of the MCU guys directing it. That's you know one of the several reasons I don't want this to go away. Number yeah. one being I want Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy going forward because I think that would be fucking awesome. When that happened, I that was, was like, oh! <laughs> yeah. With that, that was one of my uh, not theories and probably not mine, but uh, with it not being R-rated, mm-hmm. if it was rated R, like you would. Ex- I would expect then the future ones to also be the same, and then maybe Marvel will be like, "We're not, we're not bringing Spider-Man into that." Yeah, that'd be another reason why you wouldn't wouldn't want it to be R. That's, that's true. Yeah, very true. Um, on, on a completely unrelated topic, what did you guys think of the little five-minute preview we got for the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I at, fucking at, loved it at the end of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, I wasn't on board with, with uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie because I don't really like that type of cel-shading an- animation and I wasn't sure if I'd be willing to put up with like two hours of that in, in theater. But then they yeah. showed that clip at the end and Spider-Man was clearly getting chased by the Prowler and I'm like, alright, you got me, I'm in. I'm like, Miles Morales <laughs> is getting chased by the Prowler? Fuck yes! <laughs> right? so, All I can think of when watching anything from that is yeah. freaking the uh, unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. When the the musical that the guy sings in is too many Spider Men. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that. That sounds awesome. That sounds hilarious. Though. Yeah. Uh, all I can think of is his fucking songs about this Spider Man and this other Spider Man. He's other Spider Man and all this shit. I'm just like, oh my god, why is that now a movie? <laughs> That's funny. I like that. All right. I. I... I mean, to me, uh, like, if, if you had to say, I think the worst part of this movie was probably the Eminem end credit song, to me. If, if I really had to <laughs> come up with something yeah. that I didn't like about this film, as soon as Eminem started rapping about Venom at the end of the film, I was just like, oh, God, this is awful. It, it, seemed, it seemed off to me. Yeah, it was very off. I'll probably use it as the outro for this episode, <laughs> because why wouldn't I? But, yeah, oh, God, it was not good. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot else to to add about this film. Uh, what was your favorite moment, Leepok? Um, smoke fight. Smoke fight. Yep, good stuff. Smoke good fight. Stuff. Yeah. Smoke fight. Smoke fight, and the pile of bodies, pile of heads, justification yeah. for why he should bite the heads off of people. The fight scenes were were largely well choreographed yeah. in this. I thought. Yeah. Then we we talked about like there there's that twenty percent of uh, the Michael Bay Transformers niche of the of the CGI symbiote fight, but. Other than that, action was great. The the mm. motorcycle stuff was great. What about you, Rob? What was your favorite part? The those fight scenes were great, but I think my favorite parts were still the the conversation mm-hmm. starting off with that first one when Brock's looking at the mirror and Venom says Eddie and he shrieks. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, um, yeah. Would but yeah, the, the fight scenes were great too. So. Yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed that kind of fight scene mm-hmm. of the, the the smoke one, in particular, where you yeah. got like guys wandering around and then someone's or you know something is like pulling them off and you know in different directions. I've always really, really enjoyed that kind of fight scene, and I thought that one was done very, very well. Yeah, yeah. and and the fact that when Venom was Venom, he he, you know, warped the head on. He did like because that was my biggest criticism. I mean, we did the three of us did. Uh, 
our our big uh, episode 200 for uh, if you want to go back and check that out a uh, little plug for our 200th episode we went back and we fought through spider-man 3 ruined Drunkenly. by netflix uh, oh yeah would you is, like to watch this again <laughs> <laughs> that was great. no no i wouldn't yeah oh god yeah but like the biggest criticism we have other than the fact that venom showed up in the fucking third act when <laughs> the movie was practically over and you're like what the fuck is happening um, was like anytime you saw the Venom symbiote like when, when you have Venom you want to fucking see Venom you don't want to see Topher Grace and I don't want to disrespect Topher Grace because this was not his decision this was directors and CGI guys decisions was he was always peeling back the face to show fucking Topher Grace face right and it was like we want yeah. Venom face we don't want Topher Grace face when we're in a fucking Venom movie and they did that really well in this movie I thought like we got a, a yeah. really good amount of venom and there was no like oh we're in the middle of a fight and I'm peeling back just so you can you know peeling back to things so we can see Tom Hardy's face because we're paying him all this fucking money and stuff right like Tom yeah, Hardy no, got it was, plenty it was as soon of as uh, shit hit the fan it was yeah. venom venom was yeah. in charge and that's mm. what you're gonna get yeah because how else are you gonna bite someone's face off exactly and that's like a really good way to keep it's the same way they keep Robert Downey Jr. around right where Robert Downey Jr. sometimes doesn't like has to show up and just shoot one scene or go into a booth somewhere and just record his Iron Man dialogue when he's supposed to be in the suit right like that's a way to keep Tom Hardy around if you continue to do so do more of these movies which brings me to my next question do you want more of these movies Leapock? Uh I want to see Cletus Cassidy on <laughs> So that's but a I also yes wanted to be in an R-rated movie, and I know I'm not going to get that. Okay. So, I mean, I'm going to say yes. It. This is kind of like how I view uh, this movie's success, where I'm like, I want to do decently so we can get more of these, like, you know, offshoots and especially Venom movies. Like, maybe he'll, the studio we hear, oh, well, they want more fun, people want more fun stuff, so the second movie could be better. Um, like, how... Even you were root, you, you, you know, you were rooting for Deadpool to do well because you wanted the comic book, an R-rated comic book movie, to do well, so that we could see other R-rated comic book movies in the future. Mm-hmm. So while you know I enjoyed the movie, not definitely not my favorite. I still want it to succeed so that we can see more stuff like it. So yeah, I want to see more. That or maybe they'll build to an R-rated Maximum Carnage. Yes, that's yeah. That that's really that would be my dream is an R-rated Maximum Carnage with also fun stuff thrown into it. Like if they're like, hey, look, Deadpool did really well. Let's do that with Carnage. I yeah. I thought they. I thought they. Like I agree with you. I think it would have been slightly better as an R-rated film, but they definitely. I don't think would have made two hundred million with the negative buzz that it had over the over the opening weekend without that PG thirteen rating. So there's that. There were a lot account. of kids in the. There, there were several families. In and the I thought that they, I thought they towed the line of violence quite nicely in this movie because, like we've mentioned several times, multiple people got their head fucking bit off in this movie. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Like, so what? Well, you, okay, you don't get to actually see them getting their head bit off. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Okay, so the most awkward one of those is the last one. Mm. So he reaches down, he chews on him, and then. The body's gone. Did he eat the whole guy? Or did he just <laughs> leave this, like, decapitated corpse and the camera just, like, moved around it or something? I, I like to think the corpse is still there. <laughs> In the scene when like, he walked out, would you have seen the body? Well, that's the thing, is that I was I was looking. I was like, is the body still there? And there was nothing. Like, no, there was nothing on the ground. Oh. Hmm. I got yeah. nothing. I'm going to call that a, a, a camera fail yeah. or... Guess we'll never know. But that's the thing. Is like, see, now that would be. I, I would enjoy that scene way more if they just leaned into the you know comedy and had a body still lying there. So he bites the off of the guy and he's like, "Good night." Just walks up. Sorry about the mess. Kind of. I'm sorry. I, I have a parasite. You got to clean this up. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy uh, speaking with the police. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly thought he just ate the guy's whole fucking body at the end of the movie. Yeah. There was no, like, body, but, like... Yeah, I just, that's the thing, is he probably just ate the whole thing, but I'm yeah. like, now I'm thinking about, huh, 
And then he can just eat. The whole, and you know what? That actually makes sense. So he eats the whole guy. So the conversation before him is, what are we going to get for dinner? Yeah, exactly. He eats the guy. Then the next conversation is, well, what do you want to do now? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, we just ate. So what do you want to do like, now? Yes, we don't need fucking tater tots anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I, I liked it, man. I don't know. Um, I think that's it for, for everything I've got to say about Venom. Do you guys have anything you wanted to add? No, I think that was everything. All right. I feel like um, the movie a lot better with a cleaning up of the script. Yeah, they could have tightened up that first 20 minutes a little bit, and I think we would have had it. And just, like, yeah. take away some of the cliche lines and a few other things. Like, you clean up the first 20 minutes, and you take away a bunch of the cliche lines, and maybe even add in some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, making it a little bit more silly, I think, would have done the movie well. Like, having in some sort of, well, I guess well, we don't need terror tots anymore. Ha <laughs> ha, high five. And I'm like, yeah. you know, little silly stuff like that could have been fun. But overall, yeah, no, whatever. It's fine. 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think, is, is a fucking travesty, though. I don't I don't know. Like, like I, I realize that Rotten Tomatoes scores are not always the best, but, I mean, they're, they're a fairly decent indicator of everybody's... Uh, uh, of everybody's feelings on the film, but I, I don't know. I think I think the thirty percent is 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 a bit bit much. It's a bit much. Oh, I was uh, gonna say one thing. The other continuity error that I didn't like because I was like, I mean, to me the biggest one was Eddie Brock not starting a YouTube channel. I'm, I'll never fucking get over that. As every time I watch this movie, I'm just always gonna go, dude, start a YouTube channel. The other one was they did the six month skip where it goes like six months later, right? And uh, yeah. The riot symbiote was still traveling from Malaysia to San Francisco, or like <laughs> yeah. still hadn't got back. And I'm like, all right, that's a continuity error. I'm just going to ignore and enjoy this movie going forward, please. Like, I'll just put that little nugget in the back of my head where it's like, yeah, that, that was kind of really stuck out to me because he, yeah. uh, up until that point, the riot symbiote spends like I don't know what five minutes to maybe a couple of hours, yeah, in a symbiote. Um, and then for that old lady, he just spent six months wandering around trying to get back. And yeah, then I was wandering like, around Malaysia how, trying to figure shit how out. Did yeah. he, like, it's like, oh, wait, it's probably some poor woman. There's no way that she can actually afford a plane ticket. Yeah. Like, he was just six months, like, stealing and trying to yeah. afford a plane ticket. Does she have a passport? How did that work out? Yeah. <laughs> the logistics are mind-boggling. Yeah, it was, it, that, was, that was a slip that they made, but... I don't know. You could explain it away like we're just watching what he was doing during the. Although six months, honestly, right? like yeah. how with how jerky the pacing was at times mm-hmm. in this movie, I feel like a perfect analogy is actually the scene, the first scene with Riot in the ambulance, where he's moving along at a good clip down the street, going well in an ambulance, mm-hmm. and then instead he decides to murder everyone <laughs> and then walk. Yeah, I like to think as he was walking with that, because he was originally yeah in the in the the Malaysian EMT or whatever, right? And then he starts walking in her body. I, I honestly think I like to think he was taking a few of those steps and was going, God damn it, I didn't really think this through, did I? <laughs> Went too quickly to the kill <laughs> to the kill button there. Damn it, get it together, Riot. Because and then, and then if you think about it, after that he didn't really kill people until they started threatening him, right? Like he was in the EMT's body and. Like the, those gangsters like came up to him and he was just like, all right, I have to kill these guys. But after that, he didn't. Really Although do the anything. first person he killed was that shopkeeper who was like, hey, that thing you're eating, you should pay me for that. Yeah, that's true. That was that was definitely evil bad guy moment there yeah. too. But I, like, he toned it down a little, is what I want to say. Like there was a, I feel like there was a lesson learned where he was like, like, all right, yeah, don't go straight, yeah, don't go straight to the killing next time. Scale it back, Ryan. Once you know, let's, let's figure out where everybody else is, then we can. Kill everybody oh man um rob Coughlesh, final grade on tom hardy and the venom movie i think i think i'm just going to be uh no i i'm gonna give this one um uh seven heads in a pile <laughs> three bodies in another pile <laughs> yeah Oh man! All right, uh, Mike Leapock, final grade for Venom. I'll go a little bit lower in six awkward tongue lickings out of ten. I think uh, B minus, B minus from Matt Pierce. I think could have could have been could have been a solid solid B or even a B plus if they cleaned. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you know, you say the thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes is way too low. But well, yeah. I think the seven point one on IMDb is too high. So you know, maybe it'll even itself yeah, out. Yeah, seven point one yeah. feels about right for me to be honest with you 
Yeah. Yeah. Seven point one on IMDb. That's because that's about a B minus. I gave it a B minus, so I'm right in that range. I think like seventy, like percentage. I'm thinking like you know seventy two, seventy three. So yeah. So this seven, definitely th- feels like a movie yeah. that it just could have been a lot better if they just yeah. cleaned up a few things and then you can get into that B range for me. But it just, overall, it's like I can't give anything that for me like all a couple of quippy lines and some fun action scenes doesn't really get up to the B for me right now. But yeah. No, yeah, if I could just say, like, the one last comparison to the Suicide Squad movie, I didn't come out, and maybe it's because I'm closer to the source material with Suicide Squad, because I've read the the original Ostrander run, and most people didn't like the New 52 stuff, but I love the New 52 stuff of the Suicide Squad. Um, Yeah, so maybe I'm closer, but, like, I I, I walked out of Suicide Squad just slightly irritated, because I was just so... Like, because they were just two tweaks away from having like a like not just a good movie, but a great movie, right? Like a really fucking excellent adaptation of the of the Suicide Squad. If they just did a tweak here and a tweak there and removed this and changed this, it was just like th- this movie. I thought I was just like I honestly I walked out of it and I was just like, okay, a few continuity errors. If they cleaned up that twenty minutes, that first twenty minutes, we would actually have a decent movie on our hands here, right? Yeah, it's just like it very much right. It, Looking at this movie, I'm very much like, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. It, and, and what it they is went is in a there, solid yeah. movie that people are shitting on for no reason, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, so that's it for this. Uh, crossover Podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. Email contact at the crossoverpodcast.com if you're looking to email us. Please rate us on iTunes, five stars only. And as always, you can download, but you don't necessarily have to listen to the Crossover Podcast. We'll be back later on in this week. Bill and Craig will be back on to do our week six picks after we had a very lucrative week four gambling. uh, And so did Vegas. Uh, The public got killed, but uh, we did not, which is great. Um... I don't know the next time... Oh, I know the next comic book thing. It's actually, like, only a couple weeks out. Daredevil Season 3 will be out, and the trailers are actually getting me quite excited for it because they've been showing a lot of shots of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk in the white suit. And uh, they released the Bullseye trailer the other day, so we're getting we're going to get Bullseye, we're going to get Kingpin in the white suit, we're going to get Edgelord Daredevil. Looks like it's going to be a halfway decent season. Hopefully it's only 10 episodes. Um... Yeah, so that's it. And uh, what's the next comic book thing that's coming out? We got we got the Daredevil movie, and then we still got uh, Aquaman, right? Aquaman's in November. And then I forgot about that movie. I think so. And then perhaps we go see this Into the Spider Verse uh, movie now, and uh, Lee Park can yeah. explain can sing that song again from <laughs> the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. That was a lot of fun. Um, Many Spider-Men. <laughs> too many Spider-Men. I'm going to go look that up, see if that's on YouTube. All right. Uh, Mike Leapock, Rob Kaufflesh, thanks, thanks for doing this, guys, and uh, we'll see you again on the Crossover Podcast. I got that trailer in the middle, middle, not going, but I'm never gonna screw up in them. They ain't gonna know what hit them. When they get people jumping, I got that trailer in the middle, middle, not going, but I'm never gonna screw up in them. They ain't gonna know what hit them. When they get people